This is the stinking truth. You got an interesting game between the Browns and um, and, and Ravens. You know, the Ravens. And you know, this is the league where you, you you start to think, hey, you know, I can really get on board with this team. They really seem like they're starting to hit a roll. They really look like a team that's becoming formidable. They're putting it all mm, together. Yeah. And then they go out and submit a performance. It just keeps, it makes you wonder what happened. Right. And doesn't the Ravens fall into that ca- category? Not only are they playing well, they build the big lead, and then they just cough it up. Yeah, it's almost like hey, hey, we've done our work here for the day. Now let's just go ahead yeah. and uh, put it in cruise control. And, yeah, that's one problem of playing in the NFL. All these teams are so equally yoked when it comes to talent. That um, if you shut it down mentally, even for a quarter or two, you know, or even for a, a series or two, not a quarter or two, but a series or two, man, it's hard to flip the switch back on. And, you know, you've got to stay. When you've got your foot on somebody's throat, you can't take it off in, in the National Football League because those guys are talented. One thing about the Browns, they're a big physical football team as well. And I think from a physicality standpoint, you know, mono a mono, I thought the Ravens dominated that game early, but I thought they let the Browns back into it. And then the one guy that we've had a ton of question marks about, rightfully so, Deshaun Watson, um, he's been a guy that, you know, what is he? What is he not? Is this the worst free agent acquisition in the history? Man, he scrambled a couple of times. He kept the plays alive a couple of times. He threw the ball, um, you know, he threw the he threw he, he threw the ball fairly well. I don't know what his final stats were, but I saw um, a bunch of throws that were good throws in the middle of football field. Thirteen of twenty three, two hundred twenty three yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. One of those, the, yeah. the, the pick six. And uh, ran eight times for forty-one yards. Yeah, it was. I guess it was the the what I saw because I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the game fully. Um, I watched you know a few highlight packages and stuff. But his scrambles and his ability to uh, to make some plays happen with his feet uh, seemed to be good. Yeah, he's still one of those guys that's a question mark. But they're a big physical team defensively. They match up pretty much with anybody. And and I really thought it was more about the Ravens just kind of feeling to me like it was just like okay we're you know we've got this one in the bag when they cost me a pick too by the way I did pick the Ravens in our moneymaker picks um and they had a nice lead and I felt pretty good about that Mike and then boom they just kind of crapped in their hats I think we both went one and two didn't we yeah we did. yeah this was we've actually been pretty good this this year but I don't know about that but well, yeah not horrible yeah, not horrible not but kind of average yeah kind of average but it's just I think when it comes to the AFC then Stop me if you've heard this before. The only team you can really, I think, trust what you're going to get every week, and even they've had a couple slips this year. But it, it's Kansas City, right? Is it? Does it feel like it's Kansas City and then a big gap? Or man, yeah, Miami only beats teams that are awful, <laughs> right? Right. So if you're good. If if you play a team that's good, you'll get beat if right. you're Miami. Um, who else? Kansas City, obviously, although they've like you said, they've had a couple of flub ups. Um, week one, Detroit. I mean, you know, that was one where um if you remember, the receiver couldn't hold on to the football because it was you know, they, they scored fourteen points. Um so it was Kadarius Tony who, you know, dropped the ball on several different occasions that really cost Kansas City that game and then um, I mean, you can't, you know, 16 times in a row you beat the Broncos. Eventually, you're going to, you're going to, you know, have one of those let down, let down type of games. So, yeah, I think it would be Kansas City. I'm trying to think of AFC. Is there anybody else that I would look at and go, 
that team really like I thought the I thought it was the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. and maybe it still is the Ravens maybe it's still because they came out and dominated early but um yeah, there's the, those are probably the two best teams still in my mind. So the AFC North c- continues to be an, just an unbelievable division. All four teams would be in the playoffs right now. Pittsburgh, we talked about it last week. It, it continues again. Nine straight games now where they've been outgained mm-hmm. by the opponent, but they find another way to win. It's remarkable. Yeah. Six and three, despite making NFL history. Uh, for for something that's really kind of reflects ineptitude. Yeah, it, and it's really it's fun to watch them. It's fun to watch the way they operate as an offense because they're not worried about what you think. Like they're not worried about what kind of numbers are we going to be able to put up on the offensive side of the board. Uh, you know what kind of what kind of um, what kind of you know passing structures are we going to get into? Man, they run the football. They've got a great mix between Harris and Warren. And and Warren seems to me to be, you know, um, it is Warren, right? Yeah. Uh, Seems to me to be the more dynamic of the two runners. Like, he is the guy in the last two weeks. He's been the guy that's been averaging, you know, six, seven yards a carry, um, making the explosive plays. So, it's almost – I hate the cliche, you know, the the, kind of back to the – the you know the thunder and lightning or the hammer and the nail whatever I don't know what the what the cliche thing is there but I like their mixture in the backfield and then it's just about hey quarterback manage the game don't turn it over you know we don't have to be great in the passing game and that's kind of who they are and they rely on that Pittsburgh style of we're going to play good defense we're going to get after your quarterback we're going to do those things yeah I'm looking at their stat line and Kenny Pickett. 14 of 23 for 126 yards. But look at this. Jalen Warren, 15 carries for 101 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris, 16 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. I have you look at that. That's like porn for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That run game right there. <laughs> That's like porn. Let's limit the quarterback because, let's let's face it, quarterbacks, you know. Porn. Uh, oh, yeah. It really, Mark oh, Schlereth it's so difficult. Right it's here. so difficult. If the safety plays low, <laughs> throw it over his head. If he throws uh, throw it underneath, you know. I think, uh, okay. So, yeah, that is – that. I, I love the way they play football. And I love the fact that they're not worried. Like, one thing about having longevity and having security in your job is not you're not worried about winning a beauty contest. True. Right? M- Mike Tomlin doesn't care about a beauty contest. Mike Tomlin cares about wins. And uh that's exactly what they're doing. I-, I love I love the style. I love the way they do it. You love it, but you hear a lot of complaints from Steeler fans about Matt Canada as the OC. What would be your sure. message to them? Because you just said this you're is a game pl- this is a game plan you yeah, love. You're six and three. I mean, I- I- hey, listen, here's the deal. Matt Canada. How are we going to win? We got a young quarterback. How are we going to win? What's what's our overall, what's our best opportunity to win? And you know what it comes down to, Mike? All right. Run the ball. Control the tempo of the game. Help us eliminate three possessions from our defensive, uh, from our defense's plate. Right? So they can be at, they can have um, a little bit better, you know, hitch, like, hop in their step if you will um and so for me like this is how we're going to win games we're going to rely on our defense to play really well as an offense we're going to try to possess the ball even if we don't out yardage anybody which we don't but we're going to try to possess the ball and then we're going to make sure 
in doing that, you know, that we control the tempo of the game and take it down from 12 possessions to nine possessions for our defense to defend. And if we do that, we're, we're going to be in every ballgame. They're not blowing anybody out with that formula. That's a formula. You know what? That's a formula. For, that's a recipe for one-score games. There's, here's our one-score recipe. And that's how they get it done.